more of High Tide on 2SM and the Super Network. Thanks to Shimano. Tomorrow's tackle today. If only I could go fishing down the river again. Up before the sun with a can of worms running with my friend. Scurrying down the riverbank, taking our positions on the bridge. It's six minutes after five here on High Tide. If you're thinking of heading offshore today, you may want to think again. Uh, southwesterly, 15 to 20 knots, turning westerly late in the morning, 1.5 metres decreasing to one in the middle of the day. This is for the for Broken Bay to port hacking. Um, there is a bit of swell around, 1.5, as I say, decreasing, but we're watching windy at the moment, no current, and it's way bigger than that. Just a little question. Mm. The weather's changing. The water climate is changing. Yeah. If I was a freshwater fisherman, the water is going to start and get very cold. Some places it's still 17 degrees. But do I change my method of fishing with lures? Do I change the type of lure that I was using a month ago to the type of lure I should be using now winter has arrived? Well, I know what you can do. You could ask Steve. Okay, let's do that. Steve Bowler, good morning. Good morning, gents. Good morning. Yeah, another beautiful day up here in Tenerfield. I'm, well, it's going to be a beautiful day. Not quite a day yet. Uh, I'm sort of out here on my veranda looking at the frost, uh, and uh, I've got uh, beautiful covering of stars. The, the sky is just dusted with the scar- stars. You, it looks like you know it's so clear you could just reach up and touch them. And uh, in terms of the water, yes, because the water chills down a bit, uh, or quite a lot at this time of year, both salt and fresh, you're, you're getting the water clarity goes up exponentially, uh, which means, you know, I then move to a lot more lifelike lures. So freshwater, you know, your crawfish patterns and, and shad patterns and things like that, rather than your, your bright colours, your big bright green lures and yellows and pinks and purples and things like that. I'll go to a more sedate, uh, natural type colour. But if I don't get a bite on that, I'll often throw in something outlandish, a bright red or a pink or something like that, just in in the mix, see if something is going to stir the fish up. But with uh, that sort of clarity of water, uh, and as I say, it's it's definitely true in the salt water as well, the... uh, you know, the biomass of, of all the little critters in there, all the plankton, zooplankton, things like that, goes down. Because it's so cold, the water clarity just increases. So it also means you, when you're bait fishing and things like that, you want to drop down a couple of sizes and leader if you can, hide that hook just that little bit better. Uh, you know, make that the little extra effort because the fish are going to be relying on their eyeballs a lot more than just their lateral lines and uh, things like that. So it's, it's an interesting time of year to get out there and, and, and chase a few fish on lures. And, uh, you know, because things have slowed down, the fish's metabolism and so forth slowed down a lot, I, as I say, will go to a lifelike pattern lure and I'll fish it slow. I'll just slow it right down. And already with freshwater fishing, I'm a very slow retriever, but in winter, you know, it's cranked right down. 
Yeah, you, you'll just barely be moving the, the lure along. Steve, for the novice, how slow is slow? Look, again, it's, it's like how big's too big yeah. for cod. There's not really such thing as too slow. You know, uh, quite often, uh, even with uh, things like brim and things like that with, with lures, you'll cast it into structure this time of year and just leave it there, leave it, leave it, leave it, give it a little twitch, and bang, he's on. You know, like you'll, you'll see him come up and just eyeball the lure. Just sit there watching it, watching it, watching it. And you've just got to be patient and just give it the slightest, just the littlest twitch, you know, just, yeah. just like a, um, because as much as the fish have slowed down, their prey items have slowed down as well. Their metabolism's going slow. So, you know, if you're fishing on the surface, for example, for cod, you know, if you're a rat or a, a small bird or something that falls in the drink at this time of year, you know, you're going to flutter around and you're going to be, you know, the chill of that water just sucks their energy so quickly. So they'll sort of float there and just twitch. And that's, that's what you want your lure to do. You want to match that hatch, as the, the trout fishermen say. So you want to try and get that lure looking as lifelike as possible. Yeah. You. So, and that that's the way you, you're going to, you know, really convert some of those, uh, you know, fish that are just lookers into eaters. So, Steve, Mm -hmm. when I was talking to the boys out at Tamworth Tackle, they were talking about, you know, now that the cold has got into the water, it's slowed the yellow belly down. Oh, yes. Everything slows down. It it just, you know, uh, people slow down. That's, that's, you know, it's, it's, at the moment, I'm looking at on my yard. I can't see any uh, rabbits or anything like that. Usually, last couple of uh, months, the, the lawn's just been chock a block full of rabbits at this time of morning. But uh, at the moment, nothing because it's it's just too frosty and cold. It's, it's real brisk here at the moment. It's uh, not as bad as it has been during the week. Uh, I'm, I'm sort of looking at we've got a frost, but it's not a real thick one. But um, in terms of, of you know, the, the metabolism of, of species going down, it, it certainly has, and, and it, it slows the fishing down for, for certain species. For other species, it, it sort of picks it up, and uh, it's why, you know, fishing for drummer and things like that at this time of year is such a popular activity. Drummer yeah. are there all yes. year round. But the problem is you've got all the maidos and sweep and things like that in summer that are really, really active and they're, they're eating and they're constantly you know, taking your baits and things like that. Whereas in winter, they're not as much of a, a problem. They've gone a bit deeper into the water to try and warm up. You know, the drummer are still there living in their, their uh, washes. You can target them a lot easier at this time of year because you're not getting that bycatch of, of rubbish fish and they're not stealing your baits and, and things like that. But That's you, the only but, reason that the drummer are more popular at this time of year. But you, could, you can fish for the drummer, and then you could move around to the corner uh, where the rock area runs onto the beach and fish there in some of the washes and pick up some mm-hmm. broom. Pick up some broom, pick up some flathead. On the, uh, Flathead love those corners of beaches, you know, where the rocks meet the sand. 
that's where you're going to find your flathead a lot of the time. Like they're, they're going to be sitting there in ambush, waiting for things to get washed off the rocks, waiting for things to get washed out of the sand. It's a great little spot to uh, try and uh, jag a cheeky little flathead or a brim. Corners of beaches where, where the, the rocks meet the water and you can fish from the sand into those uh, little, you know, corners sort of yep. uh, areas, which is a lot safer than fishing off the rocks. If you're fishing with uh, younger people or perhaps older people who are a little bit less mobile, a little bit less sure on their feet, it's, a, it's still a great way to get out there and get amongst those uh, species. And if you uh, give it a good burly with bread, you'll get the uh, blackfish. Do you think and, uh, the local councils could sort of build a bit of a ramp so that old people like me can take my walker up there? Look, there's more money being thrown at uh, those sort of recreational fishing platforms. It's not a bad thing. You know, obviously we want as many people getting out there. You know, it's better for Kieran Ricky to be out there having a fish than Kieran Ricky to be sitting in his lounge room. Yeah, you know, oh, it's way better, way better. Yeah. Uh, so, you know, I'm I'm all for it, and I'm, I think most proactive councils are. Uh, couldn't say that about Tenerfield Council. We're still having issues trying to get access to the dam up here and things like that. But uh, you know, it's slowly, slowly. You still got that woman in the... charge? Yeah, still, still got uh, our, oh, our, our lovely mayor. Yeah. And look, you know, it's it's one of those things we we just need a council that sort of takes the the bit between its teeth and says, all right, let's get this uh, waterway open to, you know, not just anglers, although anglers are going to be a big thing, but bird watchers and kayakers and all that sort of thing. Put a little, you know, kiosk down there that sells coffees and things like that. How good would it be for uh, the town? Yeah, a little canoe launching area. It would be just a money earner. Oh, for sure. So uh, it, it's one of those frustrating things. But as I say, we were talking about lures. It's a good time of year to get out to your shops as well because <laughs> as much as the fish's metabolism slows down, you know, a lot of that uh, buying power of the angler uh, slows down and they don't go out as much uh, buying in year. A lot of uh, people, you know, save that for summer and spring. So it's a good time of year. You know, the retailers are hungry as well. You can get a lot of bang for your buck with purchasing lures. Um, you know, probably a lot of bang for your buck purchasing boats from places like Blake's Marine. So, uh, you know, it's, if you've got the money to uh, throw it to your, your tackle, it's a good time of year to do it because you're, you're getting in ahead of that Christmas rush and things like that. Listen, are going to be more competitive. If you're a pensioner and you've got a little bit more money than what you should have, go and buy yourself a decent boat from Blake's Marine. I don't think boats are uh, losing money like they used Ooh, to do. No, no way at all. Like You look at uh, the, the second-hand boat market, particularly for, for decent brands like your Stasis, your Bar mm. Crushers, your things like that, you know, you... Some of them don't seem to lose money. They actually seem to appreciate, you know, just because of the, the scarcity. So it's um, it's an exciting time of year, though. Even with the cold, it's still lovely to get out there and get amongst it because, you know, you, you either get busy living or get busy dying, you know. You've got to get out there and, and chase it.
So uh, I'm going to be doing exactly that today. I've got to uh, scoot down to the scout camp and uh, drop off a couch. And while I'm down there, I'm going to scoot down and uh, have a, a cheeky little poke around the creek down there. So Beautiful. we'll see what, what we come up with. Okay, mate. I look forward. We'll uh, give you a rest tomorrow and have a chat to you next that day. Perfect. Talk to you then. Okay, mate. Thanks, Bye. Stevie. 17 minutes after five. I just want to mention, uh, Wayne was kind enough to let us know that the uh, registrations are open for King of the Pin uh, for 2003. Just having a look at the website, go and have, if you want to register, kingofthepin.com.au. There's some pretty cool shirts there. i got to tell you, <laughs> I like their, their shirts. Right. Yeah. Um, yeah. Bertie has got involved. He's going to be emceeing for the, for the gig as well. Is he? Got, and uh, anything that happens on the Gold Coast, he sort of puts his name up there. He loves it. Yeah. Got a hundred thousand dollars worth of prizes to give away too. Some uh, decent so stuff. It's so run by Garmin. Yep, well worth going and checking it out. King of the Shimano Pin. will be there as well. They'll have a team there for sure. They absolutely will. Um, well worth taking a look at the website. Go and do it today. We're going to take a quick break. When we come back, it's time to chat with Mr. Carrots and see if we can back a winner for today. Every weekend, 2SM has Sydney talking. Join Pete Davis Saturday morning from 7. Do you think there may be some sort of leadership challenge to Scott Morrison before the next federal election? I think it probably would be political suicide. Join Dave Cochran Sunday afternoons. Do you feel an interpretation can be made now from this state level, from the by-elections, to possibly a federal level? I will dread an Albanese ALP government. 2SM has Sydney talking. Oh, another day on the water. There's not much I love more than this. But you need to be prepared for your day out boating. As the skipper, you're ultimately responsible for your vessel and the safety of everyone on board. It's all about the three Ps. Plan your trip, make sure everything's in order with your vessel and safety equipment, prepare by checking out the weather conditions, and predict by being aware of common risks and being prepared for them. I mean, know your limits on the water. And always wear a life jacket to have a great day out. A message from the New South Wales Government. Hot, hot body you've ever seen Ring comes on steady, hot and strong It just keeps on and on Ream's been proudly manufacturing here in Australia for over 80 years Install a ring Install a ring So ask your plumber for Ream, Australia's number one Sustained performance in league is more than just one great game It's about playing consistently game after game, season after season Host Plus has delivered strong performance over the long term with top returns over 20 years. A top performing super fund over the long term, that's a plus. Issued by Host Plus PTY Limited. Super ratings SR50 balance index January 2023. General advice only. Consider the relevant Host Plus PDS and T&D at hostplus.com.au. Past performance is not a reliable indicator of future performance. Search compare Host Plus today. Bendix EV Hybrid Brake Pads are designed to meet the changing needs of EV braking systems, ensuring a low environmental impact whilst delivering low dust and quieter operation. Cleaner wheels, longer brake disc life and Bendix Green Titanium Stripe technology for instant friction without the need for bedding in. Ask for Bendix EV Hybrid Brake Pads at your next service. Bendix, put your foot down with confidence. Buying or selling a business? Looking at buying or selling a franchise? 
having difficulty recovering monies owing to you? Need an employment agreement reviewed or drafted? These are all the things that the experts in our commercial team at Brydon's Lawyers can assist you with. Contact Brydon's Lawyers today on 1800 848 848 or visit brydons.com.au to book an appointment. Go with the lawyers that you know and trust. Brydon's Lawyers, we do support you with your commercial law needs. 2SM has Sydney talking. More of High Tide on 2SM and the Super Network. Thanks to Shimano. Tomorrow's tackle today. If only I could. 22 minutes after five here on High Tide. Well, Kieran, while you were down playing baseball during last week, you missed out on a blinder. John Caracasanas tipped us a $14 pop, right, last week. The. Obviously, the stable must have had some money on it because they backed this thing and nearly halved its quote. It bolted in. But the surprise factor, the the banker, the, the, the horse you'd be quite happy to put as much money on as you like, got beat in Zaki. So Annabelle Nisham probably going to put that one out for a, a little bit of uh, time away. I think Carrots is suggesting maybe one more run. He joins us online now. Um, the great thing. G'day, Carrots. How are you? I'm good, Grant. Good morning, Kieran. Congratulations the, on Parramatta last night. Oh, don't fire him up. Hey, the <laughs> last week we had a blinder, but as you know in tipping, you're only as good as your last tip. So what are we like today? We're racing at Eagle Farm. They're on a soft five. It is a, a Queensland Derby Day. Should be good. Yeah, and Queensland Derby is my best bet of the day. Kovalika. Kovalinka, number one, yep. in race number seven. Yeah, and in the, uh, the Hawaii Five-O, I think it's in race five. Right, Hawaii Five-O. Yeah, that, that horse has got a lot of raps about it, yeah. Race five, number eight, Hawaii Five-O, from the Adrian Bock Gay Waterhouse Stable with Nashville Willa. And in, in the Kingsford Smith, we've got a stick with... Uh, Think about it, eh? It's done nothing wrong. We've tipped it before and it's got us the chocolates at Gosford. Who was, won that which horse was that? Think about it. Yep. Think about it. Number 11. Number 11. So we're on race number 8, number 11. Race 8, number 11. Yeah. One, one at the distance, one in the wet, one everything. And a great trainer, Joe Pride. Hey, its, wow. it's track record hasn't been too bad. Last start winner at Gosford at Listed Company with Sam Clipperton in the saddle. 70 days off before that. Won a barrier trial uh, before it went out for that 70 days and then had a had, uh, well, had four in a row, Warwick Farm, Rose Hill and two at Ramwick. So, and all at group level, um, or group three level anyway. Not a bad... Uh, you wouldn't mind it in your stable, John. <laughs> Let's be honest. Uh, listen, Grant... Three-year-old grade, so uh, 
he's the standout of Eagle Farm, and I also like my wife, Ivo. We, uh, I think we, we got the chocolates when it won the Hawkesbury Guineas uh, about a month ago. Yeah. yeah. And, and trained by the master, Gay Waterhouse, and Adrian Bott, so ticks a lot of boxes. So they're the three all at Eagle Farm. Perfect. Absolutely perfect, sir. I will post those on the Facebook page momentarily. Fantastic. It's good. You're good. You're in excellent form. You need to uh, take over coaching the rabbits. <laughs> well, thank God you're not coaching Parramatta, although, although, you might do something. Look. Uh, uh, we'll, we'll be right here, and we only just had a hiccup last week. Yeah. Yeah, I, I, I'm going to tell you, I, I took uh, and, and I backed the rabbits as well. I did not I did not expect Parramatta to be able to beat them. Well, but, they played pretty ordinary last night. They were lucky to get away with that game. Yeah, I'm, I'm not real sure why that happens. Uh, well, I'm sure the coach doesn't know either. When you have gut busting games the week before, you're a bit flat the next run. They're no different to race horses. Now, how many how many times do we see that something wins first up and then it puts in a shock on the sec, second run? Yeah, exactly. But all right, my friends. Well, I hope that's not week. like your tipping. You've tipped a great winner last last week. Let's yeah, hope I you're a good buy. second up this week. <laughs> All good, all good. I try my best. Thanks, Johnny. Have a good one. See you, Grant. Bye. Bye. He was on fire. They absolutely smashed it, Kieran. They yeah, absolutely. I, I, I just I, watched I, it just I, tumble I, the whole day. Uh, I rang up Blakey. He said, "Go to the Facebook page. That's what we got it for." I rang yeah, he told me he, said, he, he told me he did that to you. <laughs> he did too, and you know. And then I had to fumble around out here in the middle of nowhere at Mildura. We, when we were where sitting I here, get any reception? <laughs> when we were sitting here, Kieran sent uh, Blakey a message. What are the tips for today? And Blakey just just blunt, just slams it back at him. Go and check the Facebook page. And if you do that today, you'll see Carrot's tips for today. Eagle Farm, race five, number eight, race seven, number one, and race eight, number 11. I just said, look, I must have picked up on that winner because uh, I've gone up an extra $150 in my tab account. So. <laughs> yeah. well, I hadn't looked at it before, so when you made that statement, I thought, gee, I better have a look. Blakey <laughs> was killing himself laughing. Yeah, I bet he was. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Well, you and he and everybody else knows that... Uh, I'm quite illiterate when it comes to being a... We're trying to help you. I was hoping Brendan was in today because I wanted him to talk, come and talk about how well his son is playing, my grandson's playing. Um, You just wanted the hash brown. And the hash brown that he usually brings, so I don't know where he is, but I think he's got to take him to uh, some national training this morning. 28 after 5. In a moment, we'll catch up with PJ. When our son was in hospital on his 10th birthday and you gave him a call to wish him happy birthday, he's just turned 65. Oh, God. So you and I and my wife have been together for a very long time. I mean, honestly, John, you are one of the most non-biased presenters on Australian radio. You always show 
both sides of the story, and that's why I listen to you. Just want to say thanks for having a space that we can just share our opinions, man. I really appreciate that. Being a, a young fella myself, I just feel like that voice is going, you know? Just people speaking their minds, man. I just want to say thank you for having a space to do it. Well, that's all right. It's here for you every day, so you don't have to go far, Sam. You can express your point of view here every day of the week if you want to. The John Lewis Show, weekdays from 9am on 2SM. Hi, Josh Kennedy here. If rising electricity and gas costs are on your mind, give our friends at Red Energy a call today. Their Aussie-based team will give you a no-obligation energy bill comparison and have been voted Australia's most trusted energy retailer by CanStar Blue for the third consecutive year. So call Red today on 131 806 and tell them I sent you. Red Energy. Now that's real Aussie energy. Eligibility criteria and conditions apply. You wouldn't operate a chainsaw blindfolded. You wouldn't ride your dirt bike blindfolded. And you wouldn't walk on your roof blindfolded. Yet too many people dig without searching before you dig online first. Because if you don't search first, you're digging blind. Avoid high-pressure gas mains and high-voltage electricity cables every time. Search before you dig online every time and never dig blind. Are you building a new home? Well, there's a more affordable way with a PAL Kit Home, Australia's most experienced and trusted kit home supplier for more than 50 years. You can become an owner-builder and manage the building of your own home. PAL guarantee that you can do it even without prior building experience. Find out how you can build your very own home. Go to PAL, that's P-A-A-L, kithomes.com.au or you can phone them on 1-800-024-912. For the management of pain and inflammation associated with osteo and other mild forms of arthritis, try Stiff Sore and Sorry Pain Relief Gel. Always read the label, use only as directed and if symptoms persist, see your healthcare professional. Look for Stiff Sore and Sorry Pain Relief Gel at pharmacies and health food stores everywhere. To find the location of your nearest Stiff Sore and Sorry stockist, go to loveoilcollection.com.au or phone Ray on 040-6671-359. 2SM, Sydney's Talking. 2SM, 1269. More of High Tide on 2SM and the Super Network. Thanks to Shimano. Tomorrow's tackle today. If only I could go fishing down the river. Welcome back to High Tide. Good to have the pleasure of your company this morning. It's that time of a Saturday morning when we catch up with Peter Johnson. Good morning, PJ. How are you? Yeah, good morning, Grant. Good morning, Kieran. And good morning, listeners. How are we? We're not too bad. A bit of a blow towards the end of the week, which upset the apple cart. Earlier on in the week, it wasn't too uh, too bad. Have you been out fishing or has it all been cooking for you this week? <laughs> no, I've, um, I've, I've been out catching a few brim off the shore. I uh, haven't had the boat out at all, and uh, just the, the the rivers and the lake is uh, full of brim. A um, couple of a uh, couple of the fish have been going like 44, 45 centimetres. They're they're really good brim, and um, I've mixed that up by fishing baits and with fishing hard-bodied lures. So uh, they've been going uh, really good. Um, the SF62 hard-body from Pro Lure that's uh, going really well in combat, which is uh, black with UV. 
enhancement. Yeah, so that's been going really well, that. And um, the good old natural bait of black crabs just drifted weightless uh, along the Manning Point wall. has been taking quite a few brim. Uh, last week's fishing club event for the old bar tab saw a lot of brim come out of the Manning River and off the beaches and uh, uh, baits like uh, pilchard cubes, tuna cubes, bonito cubes have been working really well and uh, in in the river like I said the black crabs have been working really well plus soft, soft plastics worked around the oyster leases. Um, I've I, I got to say there's been some good snapper taken during the week offshore. Yeah, you might think this is a stitch up but listen to these two names right Dean Salmon and Scott <laughs> Right. <laughs> yeah. So a local plumber and a local builder, they uh, caught snapper to 80 centimetres and, and they were drifting using uh, plumb bob rigs and uh, so they got plenty of snapper there, uh, out there uh, off the coast. And then um, Paul Chambers and Richard Allison, they went out wide to the wave rider and they got um, dolphin fish to 90 centimetres. Nice. Um, and when the wind came up, they, uh, they came in and I, I think they were in about – 45 metres, and they've got a few, pearl, few uh, sorry, a few pearl perch and some snapper. So, um, all in all, it's been a pretty good week. I don't know what's in, in store for this weekend. I mean, um, last night at Friday Arvo, a big storm came through and absolutely belted the place. Um, they got hail down in Newcastle and uh, strong winds and the trees down in the wind. So, I, I, I don't know. I, I think. It's looking a bit sketchy, but Sunday yeah. afternoon, Monday should come good, I'd say there, Grant. Windy is sort of saying today that we're looking at um, some pretty decent winds, 24 knots off offshore, um, and gusts up to about 45, So uh, and two-metre-plus swells. But as you say, Sunday it's supposed to back off, so you know the latter part of Sunday you might be able to get off. But there's some still some shore-based areas that people can go to if they're up that way. Oh, look, anywhere anywhere up the back of the lakes out of the wind, like you can get into uh, Willamba River and around some of those bends, you'd be right. Um, plenty of the blind bays and, and things out of um, out of um, the, the Manning River would be pretty good. You know, places around the bottom fish really well because the fish are there. There's no shortage of brim and there's still quite a few good flathead floating around in the river. So, um yeah, and, and, and like people down in Sydney, you'd have plenty of places to find fish in the harbour and the Georges and the Hawkesbury away from the winds. So. And they're still really pro- prolific down here. I mean, it's it's not too not too hard to go out and, and catch one. It's obviously, you know, we uh, had that uh, that front come through, which is sort of making uh, a bit of a low-pressure system up around your way at the moment, and it's sort of intensifying off the coast. Hopefully it does push away, but... Down in Sydney, it has. There's been plenty of fish. It's just been not, not overly pleasant to, to get out there. You, you certainly want to be rugging up a little bit because it's been cold. Yeah, well, I put on long pants this morning to go to work. <laughs> a truckie wearing long pants? I don't believe it. Yeah, believe it. I'm, I must be getting old. <laughs> hey, did the did the boys rib you? you were, I remember last week you were saying that a couple of the the crew had worked out who you were. Yeah, well, after after you know eighteen months of pulling in there, and then I finally realised that uh, I'm PJ on the radio, and uh, when when we said that they were a bit beyond the times, <laughs> it took a bit of umbrage at my took the hour and after what sixty minutes comment, but you know <laughs> like, they're, they're, it's all in good jest, you know. Yeah, you, you've got know. to have fun, haven't you? You've got to enjoy life. Well, I I got a simple saying, Grant: don't throw if you can't catch. 
That's true. That is absolutely true. You give it, you've got to be able to take it. And tell me, fishing must be pretty good because I noticed you caught a few fish. <laughs> That's not a fish. It was funny because um, I, I said to my partner, I said, I want to want to go down and, and have a, a bit of a play. I wanted to, I was really just going down to practice casting. And I said, but my aim is I want to catch one fish. And she said, oh, good, something for dinner. I said, no, no, I'm after the smallest thing I can get so Blakey can take the uh, proverbial out of me uh, for the next couple of days. So um, <laughs> I got my wish. It's a good thing he's off crook. Absolutely. I, I've lived to uh, play another day, so to speak. But um, it, it, strangely enough, it was I, I dumped the line in. I just had, uh, you know, Hawkesbury River prawns. I dumped the line in. And it was literally within the first 20 seconds I got that bite. It was the only bite I got the entire day. So I was the only one that counted, wasn't it? Because you, you caught it, and that's yeah. it. That's the aim. You went fishing and you caught something. Yeah, absolutely. And had a bit of fun. Yeah, you did. So, you know, I'm looking forward to, um, you know, like Monday, Tuesday when the weather settles down, and I still want to get out deep and uh, try out for those bar cods. So we just haven't had the opportunity yet. You need the right weather window for that distance offshore, so... Absolutely. Well, PJ, we'll catch up with you tomorrow. We might talk a little bit of cooking if you've got a bit of time tomorrow. Thank you for your time today, however. No worries. All right. Well, I'll get back to it and uh, I'll see you later and I'll uh, I'll catch up with Kieran again during the week. This is High Tide, a quick break, and we'll be back with more. Right now, Make-A-Wish is supporting over 800 critically ill kids across Australia. That's more Wish Kids than ever before who need your support. Wish Kids like Cooper. Eight-year-old Cooper has a rare neurological condition and often spends his holidays in hospital. His biggest wish is to have a fun holiday in the snow, throwing snowballs and building a snowman. Thanks to Make-A-Wish, that's all about to come true. Helping sick kids like Cooper find hope is something we all have the power to do. You can help create inspirational wishes. Donate today at makeawish.org.au. Something wonderful happens when you visit Mildura. The city vibe continues, but the outback's only moments away. Fresh produce is endless, the embers are hotter, and the night skies seem longer. Nature sings, kangaroos graze, and the sun glistens magically on the river. Photos captured and stories told are shared amongst family and friends. So, when you're ready, start your journey with us. Visit mildura.com.au your flight center night center see the starry light center cruise center tour center are you insured center stay young have some fun follow the sun take the plunge easy done center island top over the top one-stop shop never stop your center our center flight center at the center for 40 years flight center Pick your favourite Kia, from the award-winning Kia Sportage to the street cred-delivering Kia Seltos, or Kia's most powerful car ever, the all-electric EV6 GT. Book a test drive today to find your chosen one. Find out more at kia.com.au or drop into your nearest Kia dealer. Kia, movement that inspires. Whether you dream of winning a Commonwealth Games gold medal or three, like the Australian Jackaroos, or you're just searching for your next social competitive sport that could make you a local legend, the skills you've honed over a lifetime of playing sport will make you a legend on the bowls green. And that green is just up the road. Bowls. Local legends wanted. 
find a club near you. Visit bowls.com.au and click on Find a Club. Recently retired and want to give back to the community? Looking to contribute to a worthwhile cause? Join View Clubs of Australia, a friendly women's network in your local community. View supports the Smith family to help Australian children in need break the cycle of poverty. Become a member today. Call 1800 805 366 or go to view.org.au. News, sport, talk. 2SM 1269. More of High Tide on 2SM and the Super Network. Thanks to Shimano. Tomorrow's tackle today. If only I could go fishing down the river again. Up before the sun with a can of worms running with my friend. Scurrying down the riverbank, taking our positions on the bridge. Hoping for that red fin One pound to put in Mama's fridge It is 18 minutes away from six here on High Tide. A couple of uh, shout-outs. James, who has been on our Facebook page and says uh, he's been listening in and loving the show. I think he's uh, grabbed carrots tips for today. And uh, Dave Daffy is... uh, once again, saying hello on Facebook. Good morning to you both. Hope you're enjoying your day. Yeah, there's a lot of people out there listen. There's a lot of people out there listen. All the way up and to put- Queensland as well, right up as far as Port Douglas. You want to listen to what we're going to be talking about now because the Southern Zone Commander, Mike Hammond for uh, Marine Rescue, is joining us online bright and early this morning. Good morning, Mike. How are you? Very well, thank you. Good morning, gentlemen. You guys have had a pretty busy week too, by the looks of things. It is going to be busy because guess what? I listened to the news last night and the lady they interviewed from up on the Gold Coast, who's a whale watcher or charter operator for whales, said, yep, they're already started. There's over 40,000. I want to know how you get to count 40,000 whales. (laughs) <laughs> yeah, I'd like to know how they do those kind of surveys, yeah. but they're certainly on. There's plenty of whales heading north up the New South Wales coast at the moment. Well, you know, one day, one day, somebody will have to look at, do we cull the whale because they be, could they could become dangerous or they consume too much of the seafood? Well, I don't know. We might be a, a fair way off that yeah. kind of question, but there's certainly plenty around at the moment to look at. But well worth uh, it's well worth mentioning too because they they can be you know a, a little bit hazardous to uh, boats travelling up and down the coast so well, a, a good timely reminder for all boaties to keep their eyes out obviously sailboats <laughs> more so than uh, than your average tinny but either way they they can be quite you, if you aren't paying attention and you do hit one not only you, you run a a chance of hurting this poor mammal but um, you run a pretty big risk of putting yourself in a bit of danger. That's right. There's risk for everyone involved, including the whale, and uh, that's why there's rules in place to make sure people keep 100 metres away from any whale or marine mammal and uh, 300 metres if there's a calf present. Yeah, and while we all love our selfies with uh, marine life, don't do it, people. Listen to the rules. Stay away. 
keep away from them. Um, the it, it, interesting at the moment off uh, the coast of Spain, they've got issues with orcas attack, attacking sailboats, and they think that's because um, one of the mother um, orcas had a. Well, this is what they're assuming, is one of the mother orcas had a, an issue with a sailboat and now they, they're going around sort of getting their own revenge. So just leave them be. You don't have to interfere with nature to enjoy nature. Look, the orca whale was back, if you look back, at the, I've read the stories of the whale stations down the south coast where they used to say that the orca would chase the whale in and the whalers were smart enough to cut the tongue from the shark, uh, from the whale, and feed it to the orca. <laughs> yeah, that's right. If you're ever down Eden Way, there's a fascinating whale museum there and the yeah. story of old Tom, the orca whale that helped out the whalers and had quite an enduring partnership. It's really yeah. interesting stuff. Now, you, your uh, crew had a pretty busy uh, morning on Thursday morning, an early wake-up call. They did. We had quite a busy day, and uh, we had our crews from Batemans Bay and Chiros Maria out helping a, I think about a 40-foot yacht that had a fire on board. That's a scary scenario. Was that an electrical fire? Yeah, we believe so. Uh, It's it's not something that we've, it's our role to investigate, but yeah, I believe there was a fire on board due to some sort of wiring fault or something. And uh, luckily, they managed to deal with it and uh, escort the vessel back to a safe harbour. Because the two things you need to be most fearful of on a sailboat, water coming in and fire. They're the two things that are going to absolutely ruin your week. That's right. And orca whales attacking you if you're off Spain. (laughs) And if you're in Spain. It doesn't happen anywhere else, so, you know. I've been fishing for a long time, and when I I used to like offshore fishing with uh, a couple of guys that are no longer with us, charter boat operators, and... um, the, we encountered a lot of whales, and at times you'd be trolling up, look, we'd be waiting for the marlin, and the whales would ride up either side of the boat, and there was a time where there was one in front of us and two behind, and uh, Ross Hunter said, all we can do is just keep going in a straight line, and uh, they'll look after themselves once, you know. Yeah, that's right, and I think, you know, there are cases where, whales or other mammals will approach a vessel and so the smart thing to do is just to keep traveling in the same direction and not make any sudden moves and remember they're highly intelligent animals so and generally they want to get out of your way they will do that now i've got a note here to talk about uh, some stand-up paddle boarders near wollongong it says uh, were these people a long way offshore or is that just a, a, a wording well they were they were heading a long way offshore because the, there was pretty strong conditions on the day. Uh, I think there were you know, wind warnings in place and uh, I think they got to about three kilometres out, a couple Whoa. of nautical miles, and uh, they, <laughs> yeah, they were brought back in by our Port Kembla crew. I hope they bought so them a how sausage. Did they contact the crew? Well, I'm not certain whether they had uh, communications on them or whether they were spotted by another vessel or someone on land. It's quite often the case that we get reports from you know, people on headlands or, you know, in waterfront properties, that sort of thing, to let us know something's going on. Uh, so it may have been one of those. Or sometimes the stand-up paddle boarders, you know, they carry a little bag with yeah. a phone or something like that. So it may have been one of those. Which is a good idea. That's common sense, isn't it? Yeah, that's right. And you can have you can buy things that, you know, waterproof your phone so yeah. you can carry it. 
you can you know, carry a radio or other things and particularly those going offshore, it's not a terrible idea. You know, we're seeing increasing numbers of passive craft, uh, fishing kayaks and things like that heading offshore and sometimes quite a way out. So uh, yeah, it's definitely a good idea to have something with you to be able to reach out if you need help. And they're only about, for the iPhone, they're only about $60, those waterproof cases. And they're very similar for the Samsung or Android phones as well too. So yeah. that's nothing. And great, like I use my phone for, for navigation and it, it, it's a great backup to have that it, it and is. know that it's waterproof. It can do so many things. And, uh, of course, you can also use it to download the Marine Rescue New South Wales app and you can log on with it and let us know where you're going and when you expect to get back. And if you don't report back in and log off, we can come and check you out. And that's exactly what I was going to say. And that's the simplest way to do it, especially if you're intimidated by the radio. And sometimes, you know, particularly on weekends, it can get quite busy, the amount of conversations on the radio. So if you're that way inclined, just grab the app. It's really, really simple to follow, easy to do. Yes, they will be tracking you only while the app is is active on your phone. So you don't need to panic people. There's no conspiracy theories here. No, we haven't got, right. you know... And ambush your fishing spot or anything like that. It just allows us, you know, when you log on and it, it asks you, it gives you the option, but also means now with some new technology that we can triangulate where you are if we um, have to come looking for you, and that can save a lot of time in an emergency situation. It's very cheap insurance. Yeah. What people forget is, so they look up and they say, oh, it's a two knot, three knot current, Right. That's That's, right. That that figure doesn't sound much, but boy, oh boy, it's a lot when you're out in the water. Yeah, oh yeah, that's right. You know, um, they just disappear. That's right. Add that to a bit of westerly wind, you know, it can not take too long, and you can be further out than you thought. Yeah. yeah. So uh, these are tips for paddle boarders. You blokes standing up and want to be off way offshore, take your passport. <laughs> take your passport. <laughs> There was a, uh, a tinny that's making its way over to New Zealand that uh, got lost last weekend too. But anyway, that's another story. Mike, winter, winter time. Obviously, it's it's non-boating season. Do, do things quieten down or is it still, you know, all hands on deck and stay alert for marine rescue? Look, it's, it's a bit of both. There is less boating traffic generally, but uh, for the lower number of boating trips that people make, a higher proportion of them get in trouble because the conditions are rougher the daylight hours are shorter. So we still get a few jobs, but uh, we get fewer of the sort of bread and butter jobs where someone just needs to tow home where they run out of fuel. And more of them are a bit critical, like the ones we've seen this week. Yeah. So it's a bit of both. Is there any advice that you could give to people that are venturing out at this time of year? Oh, there's there's plenty of things I could say, but the two I will say are <laughs> check the weather and log on. Yeah. It's the one. The one thing, if you if you talk to anybody that's planning a sailing trip, the one thing they say is there are three things you need to do: check the weather, check the weather, and check the weather. <laughs> that's right. And let me tell you this: just remember this. While the whales are out there, oh, whales! <laughs> right, there's plenty of whales, and swimming with the whales, there's plenty of sharks. <laughs> <laughs> That's true. He's, he's, he's determined to get us into trouble. Mike, thanks very much for your time this morning. I really appreciate it. It's an absolute pleasure. Thanks for having me. The See Southern you, Zone Commander, Mike Hammond from Marine Rescue, and we do appreciate his time. And, and well, very, very good advice. Download the Always. app. Do it. It's so yeah. simple. You, they got can't it. make Al's it easy. Got it. You got it. I've on yours. got it. Absolutely. Absolutely. Karen hasn't got it.
You don't have a boat, though, do you? <laughs> no. We need to. Get, we need to get you a boat. Blake's Marine. <laughs> boat show every day. <laughs> He'll charge me. <laughs> He'll I, make me pay. Of course you would. Probably what make if, me pay extra. Yeah. But, you know, danger pay for you walking in the front door. Yeah. Have you got any fish reports you can share with us? I can. I know you had a busy day yesterday on the on the Look, dog and bone. I, I, I've just been reading while you've been talking the National Recreational Fishing Survey from 2019 to 21. I'll talk to Mark Benazak a little bit about it after six o'clock news as well. Now this is done by the Fishing Monthly magazine, which you should have buy one. The interesting reading and always some good tips in there. Okay, fish reports. Let's talk about uh, Tamworth. We were talking to Stevie Bowler early. If you want to go out to uh, the Keeper Dam, it's dropped down to 95%, which is a good thing. The yellow belly have gone quiet. That's because of the cold. The cod are good. Chatter and swim bait seem to be working quite well up there out of Keeper. And if you're trolling, do the trolling with hard body divers. And you'll pick up some nice cod. Chaffee, still quiet. Been quiet for a couple of months. Nobody really goes there much at the moment. Split Rock's been okay. Been the odd cod caught there on swim and chatter baits. That seems to be the standard method, uh, the swim and chatter baits. But always check with Tamworth Fishing Tackle and Outdoor Store, 15 Roderick Street. They'll give you the good steer you've got there. Uh, Brad Fleetwood, he owns it. Chris, in the camping area, you've got young Kerry and Maddie, two very smart girls there. Let me look at the rivers. Uh, they're clear. They're good. They're fishing well for cod. Again, that normal method of the, of the baits, women shadow baits. Sheba Dam's gone quiet. Glenbourne Dam. It's still not fishing very well, and what fish are being caught are deep. Sinclair's been good, probably the better place to go, using blades and vibes for the bass. The trout streams have been excellent. Ebor, Mundell, and Barrington Tops. Now, that's from our good friends up there at Tamworth Fishing Tackle and Outdoor Store. Fishing Tackle Australia, 144 the Pacific Highway, Coffs Harbour. PJ loves going past there. You can't miss it in the main street. Great big long blue building. He said out wide, the marlin is still there. The water temp's up. In close, the water temp's 22. Out wide is 24. The blue and striped marlin are out there. The dolphin fish have been caught around the wave rider as the other uh, fads have been removed. The mackerel are still out there. Not as prominent as they were. In closer, you've got good snapper. If you want to fish this around the 60-metre mark, which is probably the better conditions, you'll find the snapper dragon perch, the pearl perch, that is. Around the island, there's kingies and snapper. At the lighthouse, the kingies are there. They are resident there. Off the beaches, there's Taylor, Brim and Whiting. Yep, still catching Whiting. Got to use the worms, though. If you take mullet fillers along, you'll pick up the uh, the Brim. Off the rocks, there's been the odd dewy and the mullet there, the long-tailed tuna, the tail and blackfish. In the rivers, there's been uh, flathead down the lower reaches. Around the walls, you'll find the rim and blackfish. Upstream, Ebor and Dorigo, been excellent for trout. 
down in the marina, you'll find Brim Trevally, around in the harbour, Blackfish and Brim, Captain Dam. There's been some very good cod uh, reported caught from out there. Pindara, you'll find the odd cod and, well, you might flick a yellow belly, but he's usually gone down deep. So the rivers are, given the weather, and you were talking about the seas offshore yeah. up there at Coffs Harbour, we'd be fishing the river or down the harbour. Yeah, it's looking sketchy up there. It is absolutely looking sketchy. So I, I wouldn't be, uh, I wouldn't be heading, heading offshore today. I mean, look, the further the further up you get, the the worse it's sort of getting. But if they're holding, you know, sustained twenty five, and at the moment. Windy's sort of suggesting gusts are up around 41. You don't want to be out in that. And, you know, don't forget, you wax wax a few waves coming in from the south, 3.1 metres with a seven-second gap. Um, That's getting a bit lumpy, Kieran. That's getting a bit, you know, that's like heading down Pitt Street in a a taxi cab, isn't it? You're bouncing around a bit too much. Do we have to take an ad break? Yeah, we missed that. You you talked too long. (laughs) <laughs> oh, good one. So I'll just good on you, yeah, Alan. <laughs> Thanks very much. Never been bait and tackle. I spoke to Mark yesterday. And don't forget, there were 1469 pit water road Narrabeen. You can always find uh, a few people, the odd people. Jeff Tuvey gets in there a lot. Oh, that's definitely Grant an odd Boyden person. gets there occasionally. And even odder person, yes. <laughs> Patonga Beach in the creek over there is good. Pearl Beach is great. Don't forget dropping over around there. It'll be all right. They've been dredging a, a little bit in Brisbane waters, so that's good. Pit water. There's been brim, flooded, kingies, bonito, and flounder. Fish the west side. And, and, and yellowtail. Oh? Yellowtail? Mm-hmm. Little, well, I think you got it from the toy shop, but I don't Probably you'd get a little yellowtail there. You would get the bait fish there, but only Grant could catch one that looks like a toy shop one. Uh, fish the west side, Scotland Island, Webbs Creek, <laughs> Newport Arms. I reckon that's where Grant was fishing, the Newport Arms. Got it at the bottom of a schooner glass. <laughs> beaches here in the northern beaches, they brim Taylor and Jewfish. In the lake, there's been some good brim and flathead caught up the back of the lake. You'll find the best place. Got a big hour coming up in the next hour. We're going to be chatting with Greg Reed, uh, who's uh, been out fishing. I know that during the week. Uh, Swanee will join us. Paul Burt, I was chatting with him yesterday. He's up at the, the boat show at Sanctuary Cove. And what, a, what an absolute gentleman. Halfway through our what? conversation, he had to hang up and go and rescue a whole heap of people being attacked by umbrellas. We won't be talking about that, but we will be talking about fishing with him. It's news time here on High Tide. We'll be back in the final hour of today's program with more right after this.